Welcome to today's Rockcast. We're talking about Van Halen, and this is Pastor Heath, and I'm with Matt, the media guy. And Matt, how many guitar faces did you make in that intro? Oh man, just one. It's that kind of face you make after you stub your toe on a coffee table going through the living room. Oh man, goodness, I remember when that song came out in uh, 1991. I was in college, and I've always been a big Van Halen fan. Eddie's guitar, it just grabs you, doesn't it? Yeah, I was in... Uh Let's see, what was I? I was uh, junior, junior in high school when I come out, and because uh, it came out in uh, when was it? Nineteen ninety-one, the summer of ninety-one. Summer ninety-one, yeah, yeah. It was the uh, that album, for unlawful carnal knowledge, was the it was the third number one album Van Halen had. Wow. And uh, what they have, they had uh, four. Yeah top 10 singles off that album. Wow, incredible. And uh, it went three times platinum, but this song was not one of them. This was kind of the B-side. Yeah, this is one of my favorites yeah. off that. This is a heavy, heavy tune. Uh, of course, rock music moves you. Uh, I remember, you know, of course, when I heard uh, Eddie and Eruption, and he changed the landscape of music with uh, his hammering on, his his style. You know, nobody had ever done really anything like that, and and man, it uh, it changed my life. I I loved it. <laughs> and of course, my dad he couldn't he couldn't understand any of that. You know, he didn't. He always wondered why do you like all that up and down on the neck of the guitar? I don't understand that, son. <laughs> That's noise. <laughs> but it just it just grabbed me. You know, it just grabbed me to the core where I felt like I could take on the world. Well, it just comes out the gate full throttle that type of stuff and. And uh, then when you throw the vocal in with Hagar's vocal, it's just uh, it's the icing on the cake, you know. And uh, it's uh, it's even hard for me now not to get sucked into that. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. It's uh, it is so powerful. It it moves you at the very core, and that's really the whole idea behind music is just that you, there's just this core of our being that it moves us, and then of course. Like you said, the the sound, the lyrics, the the vocals, just uh, it just pushes you. And of course, this song was, I mean, man, it was uh, my high school days. You know, I was coming out of eleventh, going into twelfth grade, senior. You know, I wanted to live my life. I didn't want anybody telling me what I needed to do and what I had to do. I didn't want to hear that. And this song, Judgment Day, was it, man. I was just uh, that was. Uh, kind of my anthem i was just going to put it all off until that final time absolutely and i i remember the same thing and of course you know uh being raised in in church and and just with all the rules and thinking god was this cosmic cop you know that didn't want me to have fun and i'm kind of 
I'm rebelling and running, running from him and wanting to do my own thing. And so, uh, yeah, this song is a really, really heavy song. And, uh, I remember, uh, I remember listening to this song with a, with a buddy and, and, uh, and then I came in right on cue with, uh, with, <laughs> with Sammy and it's my life. Get off my derriere. Get out of my face, man. I don't see no problem. And I, I can remember just screaming that out and my, my mom's friend came in and was like, Heath, I didn't know you had that in you. <laughs> well, it was in me all right, because I did. I wanted to do my own thing. I wanted to live my own way. And I saw God in religion as a way of manipulating and trying to you know, keep me from that. And because anything fun was a sin, and, and the music, this was the devil's music, you know, uh, I was taught. So we're going to talk about that in the rock cast in, in the weeks to come. Uh, each rock cast we're going to do, we'll look at an artist, we'll look at a song, and we'll look at the meaning behind the music, because that's really where it's at. The music's the hook to really grab you, and then what is the message behind the music? And that's what we want to talk about and highlight and, uh, in each rock cast, because music, in fact, the very word music, the root word for music is muse. And that was a goddess of creative arts. It was a person or a force who is the source of inspiration. So the very nature of music itself is spiritual. And that's why you feel something, man. That's why it moves you. Everybody, you get goosebumps. You know, you just have this sensation. I mean, music is a spiritual experience. And so there is no doubt about it. Yeah, it's like, uh, what is that? What do you call those guys that uh, play their their little flute or their clarinet and the snake comes up out of that uh yeah, the, the basket, yeah, the charmer, yeah. the snake charmer. Yeah, man, it's just it's just the same thing, man. <laughs> People get hooked and they they'll follow and do whatever it is the, that that uh, that you know the one they're after, they're following after is going to tell them to do. It's, the, the, it's crazy. The Pied Piper. Yeah, you know it is it is so powerful and and it's rooted, you know, because we're create we're spiritual creatures, and it's in us. And God created music, and and it's so powerful, and it's something that. It ministers. Music ministers. And what people need to see is every musician is a minister. The question is, what are they ministering to? And who are they representing? What are they ministering? You know, what is their message? Um, it is it is something that is at the very core of our being. So uh, Judgment Day, yeah, put it out. I always thought it was put it off until Judgment Day, which those lyrics work as well. But as Sammy, it sounds to me like the Red Rocker got red-faced when somebody shared the gospel with him. Because what it sounds like to me is that he's, you know, he's, he's saying, hey, it's my life. You know, get off me. I, I, I want to do my own thing. I don't see no problem. You know, kicking back and kicking you. Anyway, if I make them, then I'll solve them. So he's saying, if I make my problems, you know, I'll fix my problems. Thank you very much. So the, the way I read this is that, you know, Sammy's probably presented with the gospel, which is offensive, that, that you know, there is going to be a judgment day, and we're trying to not think about that. And, and so it sounds like Sammy gets a little red-faced and is rebelling against this idea that there's a God and that there's going to be a judgment day. Yeah, I did some uh, research on that. He uh, he was a little hot about the evangelicals of that time, and uh, this was his kind of a stamp on it of uh, what he thought and and uh, how it's just meaningless. 
yeah, he, he sees it he sees it as meaningless. And and of course, if uh, yeah, if you have no uh, no belief in the afterlife, if this is all there is, then then sure, you know, it can be meaningless. Uh, you know, his ne- the next line he the next line he says in in the song he says, "Making plans a waste, ain't no future here. Got no face, got no religion. Oh, tell me why should I care or even why should I try?" I'll just slide, slide on by, never bad enough to crucify me. Put it out until judgment day. I'll bear the cross on judgment day. So, man, he's pretty bold mm-hmm. saying that, hey, listen, I'm, you know, why should I even try? I'll just, I'll just slide on by. I'm, I'm, I'm not bad enough for them to crucify me. And this is the very core of the gospel. The nature of the gospel is we are sinful, and we're so sinful, Matt, that Somebody had to die in our place. You know, Jesus had to, had to come to be crucified to take our sin, and, and he took our judgment upon himself. He took God's wrath on himself. And, and so when you share that message, when we share as we're trying to minister to people and give them the gospel, talk about what they already know to teach them about the spiritual truths that they don't know, uh, it's offensive. And mm-hmm. they say, well, hey, I'm not that bad of a person. You know, and I'm sure that's what Sammy's saying here. He's he's not that bad of a guy. You know, he doesn't deserve to die. Um, and so that's something that's very at the heart of it, um, which is the nature of the gospel, which is a which is an offense. In fact, the Bible says in First Peter two eight that people stumble over Jesus. They stumble. He is a, a stumbling stone and a rock of offense. He is offensive in the fact that he says, listen, you cannot do this. You have to put your faith in me. And that's a pretty narrow view in the world's, in the world's eyes, that, that you have to put your faith in him and, and that it's his death and resurrection that can give you life. Um, so Sammy says he's going to bear the cross on Judgment Day. Well, he's right about that because either we let Jesus take the punishment for our sin, or we have to bear the punishment for our sin. And so um, powerful stuff. You know, growing up, Matt, I always knew that, you know, I was raised in a Christian home. My dad was a dad was a minister. And, you know, I knew bands like ACDC and Black Sabbath, you know, were, were satanic. I mean, ACDC with Highway to Hell and, 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 uh, you know, Black Sabbath, so dark and just, and so I knew those bands were 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 really bad, but you know I saw Van Halen in a different light. I, it was just, it was more, it was just, it was a different sound. It was, it just made you feel good. It, it wasn't this dark, heavy, heavy thing. Um, so I didn't think, you know, I thought I defended. I thought, you know, Van Van Halen, they're not, they're not a satanic band. No, more party band. Yeah, it's more party. It's you know, Van Halen kicks. You know, that was the, you know, in the mid eighties and, and of course, uh, best of both worlds. And, and that's a song with a, with a tremendous lyric in that we need to discuss because here's the thing. We don't see Van Halen as a satanic band. We think of Black Sabbath. We think of dark bands. We think of yeah, ELO you, you, and Iron Maiden. Yeah. Iron Maiden, and Number of the Beast. You think, yeah. yeah, you think of all these, but Van Halen's just a feel good party band. But in the song from their 5150 album, best of both worlds. Listen to what Sammy says. If you need a reminder, 
Listen to what he sings in the song Best of Both Worlds. Listen to this track. Now, Sammy just said that you don't have to die and go to heaven or hang around to be born again. Just tune in to what this place has got to offer because we may never be here again. So the message here that Sammy's talking about, the same as on Judgment Day, hey, I don't want to think about that stuff. I just want to live my own life, do my own thing. In fact, we can have heaven right here on earth if we'll just tune in to what's going on here. And don't think about religion. Don't waste your time being born again. I mean, that is the very definition of a satanic message, which is the antithesis to what Jesus taught. Yeah. I mean, John chapter 3, Jesus says to a very religious person, Nicodemus, hey, unless you're born again, unless you're born from above, you'll never see the kingdom of heaven. So it's a requirement that we, we need this new birth but yet Sammy is singing, don't worry about it. We don't need it. We don't need a new birth. We don't need it. We just need to tune in to what's going on now. And, man, is that not the biggest emotional pull? And isn't that the message you want to hear, man? Oh, get it all right now. Get all you can while you're here because when you're gone, that's it. That's right, man. You only go around once. That's right. You know, grab all the gusto. But what's crazy, I mean, it's an upside-down kingdom, absolutely, because in order to— to be a follower of Christ, you can be a believer, but man, that's the difference between a believer and a follower. And uh, you got to just lose it all. Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing is, is to follow Christ, to, to realize, to die to this world, to get, to get the real world. I mean, you lose it all, you, you get it all by losing it. But, but Satan's message is no, tune in now. What's going on now? You're missing out. In fact, God doesn't know how to party. I mean, if, that's, that's the message in Genesis 3. I mean, Satan's lie to Adam and Eve in the garden, his appeal to them was an emotional appeal to look at this. Look how good this is. Look how good this fruit looks. How could this be bad? I mean, how could this be bad? Look at what you're missing out. It's an emotional appeal, an appeal to, for them to feel something, to, to feel something more than what they have right now. So that's that's what this lie has worked from the Garden of Eden. It's still working today. Yeah, I mean, he he reasoned them into sin. Yeah. He, he said, listen, God's holding out on you. You can experience more if you will take it into your own hands. He's holding you back. If you'll experience this, then your eyes will be open. Then you can have heaven on earth because then you, you will be like God. And that is the message. You know, uh, the guy, Bob Pitt, that started uh, MTV, he said this, the strongest appeal that you can make is emotional. If you can get through their emotions, if you can get their emotions going, make them forget their logic, then you've got them. So that emotional appeal was able for it was opened up that door for them to reason that this was the right way because this is what they felt. Sure. And that's what music does. It feel makes good. it makes you feel something. And if it feels good, it can't be wrong, right? That's right. <laughs> it can't be that bad. So that's what we're talking today is 
is the message behind the music. It is a spiritual battle. Who are we going to follow? Are we going to follow Sammy? And Sammy's got some pretty crazy ideas. Did, didn't you read something where he had some kind of uh, oh, yeah. out-of-body experience? Yeah. I mean, here's the deal. When you talk in Van Halen, I mean, you got two different eras. You got David Lee Roth, and then you got, you know, Van Hagar. And uh, But in 5150, you know, uh, when Love Walks In, it's a song about uh, uh, Hagar's encounter with what he believes was aliens. And uh, he wow. had a, had a dream, and uh, in his dream, it was one of those one of those dreams that you you know it just feels real. Everything just you know it feels like you're in actual reality. And I mean, this was back in uh, 1967, you know, way back when. And uh, he, uh, you know, they were speaking telepathically, and uh, they were hooking stuff to his head, and uh, he said that they they were only. Uh, he even had it down to like 11 to 13 miles away is where they were parked. So define parked, however you want to define it. Wow. And uh, then when he started coming to, then uh, they left. Was this an acid trip? What was that, was, who knows? Did, I mean, was he stoned or, but he had and this he, dream and it was yeah. that vivid. And and he's, he's hardcore, man. He thinks this is, it was for real deal. And he says that he believes in some of his interviews that he believes beyond a shadow of a doubt there is something else out there in the universe. This universe is so big. There's got to be there's something. There's got to be there. something else out there because he encountered something, and uh, you know he's just he couldn't put his finger on it. So uh, when love walks in, that's his that's his take on that. So wow. And that's a powerful song talking about feeling something and, and, and love walks in and, and it's an experience. Yeah. And the devil is great about giving you an experience, oh, letting yeah. you feel something. I mean, that's why drugs are so powerful. You feel something. You feel invincible. You feel euphoric. I mean, that's why music and drugs just go together, you know, kind of like pot and Lay's potato chips. I mean, they just all taste better. <laughs> so, you you know, everything's enhanced. It's like, these are the best potato chips I've ever had. <laughs> you start to experience every your sensory. I mean, everything you're opened up, and it's truly a spiritual experience. But the danger of that is, is it's not the right experience. I mean, the spirit behind it is very dark. The Bible says Satan masquerades as an angel of light to make you think this is the way, this has got to be the right way. And so it's there's a lot of crazy stuff out there. But what we want to do with the Rockcast is we want to talk about these songs, these songs that we that changed our lives, that we lived, were our anthem. But man, once we got saved, Matt, it was all different, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, once I got saved and I heard Judgment Day, I thought, oh, my goodness, what a terrible song. I mean, I still love the music. I still love the screaming guitar. I still, I still love the sound, but the message haunted me because I realized this message was in direct opposition to what Jesus came and taught and, and how he rescues us from the enemy and from this kind of thinking. Yeah, it's, uh, it's different now, obviously, when we start doing our research on stuff and diving in all the music that we, that we loved back then. And uh, you you you're able to discern the spirit in it, right? And and you really feel that pull. But God's granted us the wisdom to know what that is now. Absolutely. And and guys, we're telling you, the best of both worlds 
is giving your heart to Jesus, turning from your sin and realizing that we're all rebels. We're all spiritual criminals. We all, there is a judgment day coming. I mean, Jesus said in John chapter 12, he says, when a man believes in me, this is John chapter 12, verse 44, Jesus cries out, he cried out, when a man believes in me, he does not believe in me only, but in the one who sent me. When he looks at me, he sees the one who sent me. I have come into the world as a light so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness. As for the person who hears my words but does not keep them, I do not judge him, for I did not come to judge the world but to save it. There is a judge for the one who rejects me and does not accept my words. That very word which I spoke will condemn him on the last day. Jesus is very heavy with this truth. In fact, he even said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. So Jesus's offer is salvation, it's forgiveness, and, and we have the freedom to reject it. But Jesus's offer is one of salvation in that he can save us from condemnation. He can save us from the judgment that we deserve because he went to the cross and bore our sin and shame upon himself so that we could be forgiven. So we're telling you today, the best of both worlds is turning from your sin. And then, man, when you get that forgiveness from God, there's a peace. I don't, I don't need to get high anymore. I've got the eternal buzz. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've got that peace and joy knowing that I'm forgiven of my sin. And, and that's the best of both worlds because no matter what happens in this life, I know where I'm going. I know that I'm going to heaven. And we want you to have that assurance as well. Because that's truly the best of both worlds, that you can live now with this peace and joy uh, of knowing you're forgiven and knowing that God has taken care of your judgment so that you can be set free. Today's Rockcast, Judgment Day. We want you guys to think about this truth and be listening for the message behind your favorite music. I'm Pastor Heath. I'm Matt. Think about it. Think about it.